Welcome to Providence Road. We are really, really glad that you're here this morning. My name is Jeremy. I'm one of the pastors here at the church. I just want to real quick, give, give the uh, band a, just a hand for, um, for serving and leading us into the presence of Jesus. And uh, we're thankful for, for them and their gifts. Um, like I said, welcome to Providence Road. We are really glad that you're here this morning, especially if you're a guest with us. Um, we're honored that you would spend a Sunday morning worshiping with us. And I know we have a lot of guests here today because it's Baptism Sunday. And so I just want to quickly turn your attention to um, really under our chairs. Every other seat should have a welcome guest card under it, which gives an overview of the church, what we're about, um, some of the major things that we would want you to know if you're um, a guest with us. And at the bottom of that card, there's a part you can tear off and you can put your name and your email or phone number. If texting, you prefer texting, just make sure that like you put, I prefer text next to your phone number if that's the way you'd prefer to be communicated with. What this will do, it'll get you on our newsletter list and you'll be able to find out what's coming up with the church, what's going on, those types of things. And after you, if you fill that out, you tear it off, you can drop them at one of our three offering boxes. They're at um, this, this uh, door back here and then also these two uh, doors over here. So you can drop those in the offering boxes on your way out if uh, you choose to fill one of those out. So. Uh, also, Bibles, if you're here and you would like, need a Bible, like to take a Bible home with you, um, those should be under the seats as well. And so if you don't have a Bible at home, we think everyone should have a Bible at home. So that's our gift to you. So if you need to take a Bible home, please take that with you. So here's what's going on today. So you're going to hear um, 11 stories, okay? And all these stories are distinct. Like they're, they're different, different angles, um, different things happening, but here's the common thread. The common thread is that these people have been changed. They've been changed by the grace of God, and they have a new identity as followers of Jesus. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, you can read along with me, um, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone or has passed away, the new has come. So that's what they're proclaiming this morning with baptism and their stories. This is what's happened to them. They have a new identity. God is now their father. They are children of the living God. Jesus is their king, a benevolent, loving, yet powerful king. And they have the Holy Spirit, who is their teacher, their helper, their guide in everyday life. So these people that you're going to see come down today, they have new identities. They have new identities. And so this kind of leads into what baptism is. Okay, baptism does, um, it doesn't save a person. Okay, this is, it's a very, very important step after someone gets saved to proclaim publicly what has happened. So it's an outward sign of an inward reality. It's something they're, they're, we're showing to communicate what has happened inside of a person. And so as you're standing up here watching people go into the water, what, there, there's symbolism in all of it. Before they go into the water, they're standing up. This represents their old life, represents who they used to be, who they were when they didn't have, they weren't united to Christ, didn't have their identity um, in Jesus. And so beforehand, and then when we put them under the water, we're, we're saying, I'm buried with Christ in his death. I'm identifying with Jesus in his death. And then when they come out of the water, it represents new life. 
New creations. The fact that Jesus has risen from the dead and conquered sin, Satan, and death. There, they have also will rise from the dead one day, but now we're risen with him because he's still alive. And through his spirit, we're united to him in day in and day out life. So that's what's happening every time someone goes in to the water. So here's what I want you to think about. Here's what I want you to think about. If you are a follower of Jesus in this room, if God's grace has changed you and you have faith in who Jesus is, I want you, as you see this happen 11 times and hear these stories, I want you to think back to when God's grace broke into your life and changed you. Think back to who you were when God saved you. And now think of who you are now and the grace and mercy that's been showered upon you. And so hopefully it's 11 times where you get to actually worship God for who he is and what he has done in your life. So this gets to be a worshipful experience for you today. Now, if you're here and you're not a follower of Jesus, don't consider yourself a Christian, I would ask you the question, why isn't this you? Like why, what's keeping you from having faith in Jesus? What's keeping you from professing uh, the fact that you want to follow Jesus and be one of his disciples and be a follower of him? So I just kind of want you to think about those things as we go through this process of baptizing, okay? So last thing, I'm going to give you some ground rules, okay? Today, it's not a formal day. Today should feel like a party. So if you're the kind of person that comes into church kind of like reserved and, you know, keeping your voice down and like saying amen or yelling is it's in your mind not, there you go, good practice. It's probably Blake. Um, that, that that's something that you kind of shy away from normally. I ask you today, at least, do not shy away from that, okay? Yes, yeah, I'm with Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when, when you see people come out of the water, they're saying, I'm a new creation. This is new life. I've been changed, and we want to rejoice when, as they are rejoicing coming out of the water. Luke 15, Jesus says in that passage, in this one verse, he says, when one sinner repents, the angels are rejoicing. So why shouldn't we rejoice when we're seeing this happen 11 times? So I know at the back, it's kind of hard because this isn't on a platform. So especially if you're in the back of the room, feel free to stand up, move around a little bit, get to where you can see um, just with the logistics in here. We just weren't able to do that this time. Um, So feel free to move around. You don't have to stay seated. And family members, if you want to kind of move around a little bit, get pictures, whatever, feel free to do that. Okay, very informal. We want um, this to be a party and a celebration of God's glory being manifested in people's lives. Okay, so let me pray and then we'll get started. Father, I pray if we're not focused on you now, I pray from this point forward that your glory and your honor would be primary. That we're not um, celebrating primarily how awesome of of a church Providence Road is. We're not celebrating even how awesome um, these people are who are getting baptized primarily. Primarily, we are celebrating and proclaiming the awesomeness of your grace and your mercy, and we want you to be glorified above everything else in this time. We don't want to get honor for seeing lives changed. We want you to get the honor and glory for lives being changed. So I pray that you would be pleased with this time, that you would be celebrating in heaven as we are celebrating down here and your angels would be rejoicing um, 
as we rejoice in this place. We love you. It's for your glory and our good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, yeah. All right, first up, we got Reed Meadows. Uh, my name is Reed Meadows, and I'm a freshman at the University of Oklahoma. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home, and when I was eight years old, I walked down the aisle, and I said a prayer, but I had no intention behind what I was doing. Uh, about middle school, high school, I started to realize this, and I started to get really involved in my youth group at church, trying to cover that up with works. And it worked during that time, but it led to life where it was ruled by fear, and that defined me for past five, six years of my life. I came into college with that same mindset of where I'd covered up with works, and so I started going to the BCM and went to crew for a little while, but it was just so people would think I was a Christian. And then about 10 weeks ago, someone from the BCM approached me about discipleship, and thinking that that'd be the Christian thing to do, I accepted to <laughs> go to discipleship. And at my first discipleship meeting, not with the guy who offered it to me, he wasn't able to make it work in his schedule, but at the first discipleship meeting, he asked me how I'd been saved, and I could not answer him. I never had been. It was a farce that I'd been living. We got that taken care of pretty quick after that. <laughs> but no longer my life is ruled by that fear, thanks to God working in me and in those two guys' lives that helped set me on this path. I've now been a Christian for eight weeks, and it's been the best eight weeks of my life. Read, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I baptize you. Buried with Christ in death, raised to walk in newness of life. Good job, brother. All right, next up, we've got Lori Scott. really worried about how others perceived me and dealing with thoughts surrounding my worth. Um, I always tried to have things put together and to do good things. Um, so when I became a Christian when I was a kid, my purpose quickly became to be a good Christian. Um, but I continued to deal with these thoughts, wondering if it was enough or obsessing over areas of weakness, especially around other Christians who looked like they did have everything right. I was trying to earn salvation and approval through my own agenda and attempting to make myself valuable through my actions. Um, but obviously I saw these things break apart and I became kind of overwhelmed and unable to deal with the areas where I fell short. But God continually brought me back to him. Um, and particularly in college, I had people come alongside me who really began to teach me about his grace and mercy. Um, I was able to experience community and um, learn it's truly not by my actions that I'm saved. As it says in Ephesians 2, for by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. 
So now I have a deeper understanding of this gift of salvation and know my value is in him and glory is only to him. And through Jesus's perfect life, death and resurrection, he has offered me freedom and security to live life without doubting my worth or trying to do things on my own to earn love from him or other people. Um, I can live without this focus on myself or the burden of failure and seek to share his promises of peace and love with others. And without this fear, I can stand here today to profess faith in Jesus Christ and be baptized. Lori, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Buried with Christ in baptism, raised to walk in newness of life. All right, next up, we got Charlotte Hayden. Uh, hi, guys. My name is Charlotte. Um, so, I, um, so I came to OU my freshman year last year, 2016, um, and I was raised in a Christian home going to church, but I never understood the gospel. Um, so I kind of just had this belief in God and thought, like, I was good to go, but I actually had no idea. Um, and that showed very quickly... Um, whenever I came to college and the way that I was living. Um, I joined a sorority and I had all these awesome friends and it was like a dream come true for me, but quickly that fell through and I, I like recognized that so quickly. I was walking in so much darkness and seeking out love and approval and just all things uh, from the world and it was, it fell through. I mean, I said that, I'm like, sorry. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so through friendships uh, and through uh, ministry crossover, Caroline and Brent, shout out to you guys. Um, I, the Lord planted seeds in my life. Um, and so I gave my life to Christ in October of 2016. Uh, so I've been a believer for about a year and a half now. And, um, I just wanted to read this verse, uh, Ephesians 2:13. It was the first verse that I memorized and it says, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Um, so that verse just depicts my story and yeah, so that's me. <laughs> Charlotte, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Buried with Christ in baptism, raised to walk in newness of life. All right, next up, we got Izzy Robertson. All right, so uh, she might be a little bit nervous. Um, Izzy is seven and awesome. I might be slightly biased. Uh, for about a year, she's been having discussions with me and her mother about uh, Christ and what following following Christ looks like, and uh, she's had several questions, and we were trying to uh, make sure that she fully understood everything, and uh, she has just continued to progress, and it has been an honor and a privilege uh, to be her father. Yeah, we're good. Uh, <clears throat> it's been an honor and a privilege to be her father and uh, be able to be part of her story. Um, and uh, several weeks ago, she came to her, mo her mom and was asking her some questions. And so we've done uh, some discussions and then we went to the baptism class. And uh, she is at the point uh, where she knows that 
she has uh, she has done some things that were wrong and that were against uh, against God's law and all that, and um, and knows that Jesus died on the cross for her and wants to live for Christ. So, is that right, baby? Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't want to say anything, so we're good on that. All right. up, we got Brian Thomas. Hello, I'm Brian Thomas. I was enslaved with drugs at the age of 13, and an addict becomes more sin than you can even imagine. It provides homelessness, paranoia, and legal issues. I was sleeping underneath the slide at a park and my life was so bad that my feet became bloody and blistery and I had three bad teeth with uh, two swollen jaws. Until one, uh, one morning when I woke up seeking because I was hungry and searching for a new way, but wasn't really knowing how until God put a man on my path. And unfortunately he came about to ask me if I was hungry. And so I took him up on his offer of lunch. And as I began to met him, we talked a little more about his situation. And I asked him, how is that, a, how has that come about? And he stated, Jesus. And so I heard a lot of familiar stories like this one, but this one was different due to the fact that he was part of my world. And so I can relate to a lot to what he was stating and so then again, I was still in seeking. And so he asked me, he told me, I asked him, well, I asked him if it, there was a way that I can do this. He says, yes, just tell Jesus you are sorry. And then ask for forgiveness. So I did at 10.45 PM that morning and outside of Wendy's, I repented and I asked Jesus for forgiveness. And I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into my life. And so as I did with a lot of problems more and more, the Bible helped me throughout all of my problems. And so as I did, I accepted the challenges and it got better over time, little by little. Today I help the man in God that, put on, that God put on my path to help more, more of what he does for the homeless community. And he is terminally an ill man and I promise God and him that I will be by his side until the good Lord calls him home because he's a good friend that I've always had. Thank you.
All right, next up, we got Ashley Lee. Ashley Lee. Um, okay, so when I was growing up, I was born into a Korean Baptist church, and I don't know if you guys know anything about that, but that was just an act of spiritual discipline in itself. Um, I grew up with just adults all around me that just seemed like so sinless and um, just on fire for the Lord all the time. My parents grew up, or they woke up every single morning like at dawn to go pray. Um, my brother became a music minister. And so I just thought that that was something that came as you got older. And um, it was around then that I thought that that's when you get baptized. That was a switch and you were sinning and then you weren't and then it was good. Um, so uh, I don't know. I guess I grew up learning that if you sinned, it was okay because you'd pray and then you'd be forgiven. But this stopped making sense to me the older I got because I fell into this pattern of sin and prayer and then sin and prayer and then sin and no prayer because it started to feel redundant. Um, I kept waiting for this divine switch where I would defeat sin, get baptized, and be like the adults I grew up seeing. Baptism started to feel kind of like a burden, and every time I felt some sort of spiritual connection, I thought that it was time that I finally got baptized and get it over with. Um, but early in my freshman year, someone asked me, percentage-wise, like if I were to die that day, how certain I'd be I'd go to heaven, and I just like did not have an answer, and it was not 100%, and that was not the percentage that I wanted to say. Um, and so <laughs> around that time, that's when I started going to Providence Road, and they were doing Romans, um, and they were like really picking Romans apart, and it was all about sin and the gospel, and I mean, that was so perfect. And I learned that, um, I learned that I couldn't wait for baptism to save me from my sin, but that I got to be baptized because I was saved. Um, I learned that on the day that I die, and I am met with my father, he won't see every sin in prayer, and sin in prayer, and sin and no prayer, but he would see the perfect life that his son died, um, lived, and that he died for me. <laughs> we got it, we got it, we got it. Instead of the Ashley Lee, and I'm so honored to give the baptisms to her. <laughs> uh, I want to uh, give the words in Korean. Abujuwa Adalwa Songnyong Iromoro Ashley Lee에게 침례를 주노라. 죄에 대해서 죽고 의에 대해서 살아노라. All right, next up, we got Preston Clark. All right, well, uh, my name is Patrick. This is my wife, Gretchen. This is Preston here, my little uh, mighty man of God. And uh, today's an awesome day. We, over the last, I don't know, three or four years, he's been asking a lot of really good gospel questions, and we've been 
trying to train him up. And um, even, even so much uh, the other night, he sat with us in, in my fight club with some other men, and, um, and all these guys got to talk to him, ask him questions, why are you getting baptized, all these things. And, uh, and it was just really cool to see older men uh, who were teaching him what it looks like to be a man of God. And so um, today's going to be a great day, and uh, my wife here is going to read a little letter from Preston. He did, well, okay, I'm a little, um, Press wrote this, he was a little nervous to talk, so I promised him that I would read it for him, hi babe. Okay, it says, I first started to believe in God and Jesus when my mom and me were praying every day for God to heal Shep after he fell in the pool, and God healed him. Here's how I started to learn about God. My parents read me the Bible, sorry, I'm reading his writing, <laughs> and um, did family devos and my teachers in Sunday school too. I used to always blame others for what I did, but now I don't blame others as often as I used to. Now when I'm scared or angry and my parents and I pray together and I believe God will help me. And he has been asking for a little over a year to get baptized. Um, we just kept waiting and waiting because we wanted to make sure that um, he really understood and that he was ready and this little man is ready to take over the world. And I was just reminiscing with my husband earlier that even in kindergarten, um, his teacher told me that he was sharing with his friends on the playground about Jesus. So I thought that was pretty cool. Anyways, he's excited, aren't you, buddy? Yeah. Is it cold? You ready to do this? Preston, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in death, raised to walk in newness of life. Good, good job, brother. All right, next up, we got Jake Yancey. Uh, hi, I'm Jake Yancey. i uh sophomore at OU. Um, I was raised up in a Christian household, but never really uh, lived the Christian life. Didn't go to church consistently, didn't do what I should. And when I came here freshman year, it was not a good situation. I fell in with the wrong crowd and just lived in sin all the time. So then last summer, I realized that I was not happy. I wasn't, I wasn't doing what I should have been. So I prayed that God would give me a direction to go in. So when I came back after this fall, uh, I found crew, and they uh, really helped me through, and they brought me to Prov Road, and now they've helped me to actually get back on track and start living as a Christian. Jake, it's been so awesome to see how much you've grown this semester. Um, and okay, so let's do this thing. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Jake, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Christ in baptism, raised to walk in newness of life. All right, next up, we've got Haley Hampton. Hi, my name's Haley. 
Um, so I grew up in church, always knowing who Jesus was. Um, I actually watched, walked a bunch of aisles as a kid um, and checked the box for praying a prayer of salvation, um, not really knowing what I was doing. Um, I knew that there was something I was supposed to obey, but it never really clicked at that age um, that I was truly a sinner in need of grace. Um, I was baptized around age eight because I thought I finally got it. Um, but it wasn't until seventh grade that I started um, just really feeling uneasy about where I stood with God. Um, I went to a church camp and just spent the whole week a wreck because I knew I needed to respond. Um, I finally went and professed my faith in Christ um, that Thursday night, acknowledging that I was a sinner and confessing my sin and recognizing my need for a savior. Um, that was seven years ago, and my life has not been the same since. Um, he's changed the desires of my heart entirely, um, and I daily seek to know him better. Um, following him, following Jesus has often been messy and at times painful, um, but it's always brought me the Philippians 4-7 peace that surpasses all understanding. Um, so yeah, and it's for that reason that I'd like to go ahead and get baptized today. It has been my joy to walk alongside you and watch as you have obediently followed Jesus, even when that means making sacrificial decisions. So um, based on your profession of faith um, and in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you, buried with Christ in death and raised to walk in newness of life. All right, next up, we've got Jalen Otis. My name is Jalen Otis, and I am 10 years old. My parents have brought me to church my whole life and taught me the importance of believing in the power of prayer and in Jesus. I asked Jesus into my heart when I was six years old. I have decided that I want to be baptized and start a new life in Christ. My favorite verse from the Bible is, For God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only Son, so that whoever believed in him may have everlasting God. life. John 3.16 Thank you to Miss Susie, my parents, my brother, and my grandparents for helping me in the further relationship with Christ. I have the honor of being Jalen's Sunday school teacher. Jalen, I baptize you, my little sister, now in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in baptism, raised to walk in newness of life. All right, and last but not least, we've got Addison Bolin. I'm going to try real hard not to slip on this. Um, hey, I'm Addison. I'm a senior at OU. Um, most of my life has been filled with just like a lot of illness and death. That was weird. <laughs> um, and just heartbreak and hopelessness and... Um, it was really hard growing up to be in that kind of environment. Um, 
I became overwhelmed by those situations and those emotions, and so I just run from everything. I ran away from home, I ran away from my friends and family, and I ran away from God all the time. Um, but the thing about God is, is he met me where I was continuously, and no matter how far I tried to run, he was still there. It got kind of annoying sometimes, honestly, because I was like, I just want to be left alone. Um, but he just continued to pursue me and to love me so well. Um, and I kind of came to this realization that God was all in for me, but I wasn't all in for God. Um, and I, when I realized that, I was like, okay, Addison, like, if you want to see change in your life, you got to be all in for God too. And so I made that decision and in no way, shape, or form am I perfect. I am still very broken and I still struggle all the time. Um, and I still hurt and grieve, but that doesn't replace the joy that God's provided in my life anymore. And, um, yeah, and so I just am here to profess that because God has seriously changed my heart. And for any of you who have seen me the last four years or know my story, you know that. So I want to th- shout out to all of you guys who are here today. Just also, can we just like give it up for Jesus? Because like there's 11 people in here who are like, yes! <laughs> I am like overwhelmed with emotion right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been holding it in all day, guys. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> Yes, okay, let's do this. <laughs> so, um, Addison um, and I met when she was a freshman three years ago, and I've mentored her and discipled her. And um, I think this is really cool because over the past three years, my biggest prayer is that God would allow Addison to walk with God for the rest of her life. And today we're celebrating that He's fulfilling that promise. Um, or that prayer. And so, anyway. Um, <sighs> I know. Addison, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Christ in baptism and raised to walk in the newness of life. We're going to sing a few more songs here. Um, let me go ahead and just pray and thank, uh, thank God once again for, for what he's done. God, we are uh, we're overwhelmed with uh, just emotion, and I think Addison summed it up really well, just all the emotions, um, I think, that are in the room right now, and especially of those who have been baptized. And um, I once again pray that you would receive honor and glory for all of it. And we thank you that we can trust you. And we thank you that um, those of us in this room who call ourselves Christians, that we're still, we're all still works in progress. We're, we're all still find, find ourselves far from you on days and not, uh, and not the, doing the things we don't want to do. And we're so thankful that you're a God who never leaves us and your spirit's been given to us to, to help us grow. Um, in, in Christ-likeness. And so we, we're thankful for that, that um, there's no finished work in this room, that we're all in progress. And we thank you for your mercy and your grace and the promises in scripture that we know that, um, that you've began this work in us, those of us who have faith, and you're going to bring it to completion. And we can, we can bank on that. We can trust that. So I pray that for those who have um, been baptized today, I pray that you would work in their lives mightily and that, uh, 
uh, maybe through their ministry and through their life that we would have people um, next time we do this, that they will be baptizing people um, the next time we do this. Um, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.